Hi, I'm Roy Don Chong, and you're listening to Radio 8-Ball with Andras Jones. Welcome to Radio 8-Ball, give us a shake. We're between networks and we're tempting fate. With Marvin Etzioni putting questions to the songs Which we will randomly select here With the help of our friend Synchronicity And now it's time for Radio 8 Ball Give us a shake Radio 8 Ball Give us a shake It's the Radio 8 Ball Show. And welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I am your host, Andras Jones, here in the studio doing musical divination with Marvin Etzioni. Hello. Providing the oracle fodder for our musical divinations. And Marvin's been inviting, pretty much uh, casting this whole show with friends and collaborators of his. And now we are joined on the line by someone who was referenced in an earlier call. Uh, now, you know what? I, I've, I've only seen your name written. I'm going to hazard a guess that it's Jonah Tolchin. That's right. Not <laughs> Tolkien. Tolchin. Got it. So, uh, Jonah Tolchin, welcome to Radio 8 Ball. Thanks so much for having me. And I, I did check out some of your music online, and it was really quite special. I enjoyed it a lot. and um, I appreciate that. Yeah, it was a, it's, a, it's a treat to have you on. It'd be great to have you on the show as a musician sometime, if you're ever... Oh, man, I'd love that. And, and now, how do you and Marvin know each other? Man, that's a, that's a great question. Um, so Marvin and I met each other, geez, what year was it? I think it might have been 2013. Um, and we met when I was um, on tour coming through. I was living in Olympia, Washington at the time, and I was coming on tour, played at uh, a little small club called Room 5, which I think might have closed now in L.A. Um, and um, a friend, a mutual friend, invited Marvin out to this show. And we really hit it off, and uh, about a month or two later, we were in the studio together, and uh, he was producing my, my debut record for uh, Yep Rock Records called Clover Lane. Um, so that's how, we, that's how we first met. You, you kind of caught me off guard there, because I live in Olympia. I'm from Olympia. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, were you in Olympia for a while? I lived there for about a year. Um, my my partner at the time was going to uh, Evergreen College, and I was uh, kind of just bouncing around, playing shows, you know, throughout the Pacific Northwest, and uh, really interesting time. Where was your favorite place to play in Olympia? Oh man, in Olympia. <laughs> there are um, no good places to play in Olympia. He's, he's <laughs> like, I'm sorry to put you on the spot. Where was probably, your probably. Probably my favorite place to play in Olympia was my was my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> Take that, Rhythm and Rye. Oh. Uh, no, probably was Rhythm and Rye even there in 2013. I don't think it was. I don't. I don't. If it was, I didn't know about it. I yeah. played like Lee Boyer. I think is what it was called. Yeah, that'll, uh, that'll turn you off playing in Olympia right quick. 
Yeah, you know what? I had I had a, a memory of uh, so when I was there. I'm 25 now. When I was there, I was uh, 19, I think, um, and or maybe 20, 19 or 20. Well, you but can at still play the I didn't voyeur. Have a, it's all ages. Yeah. I I didn't. There was there was some kind of show, and there was it was only uh, 21 plus. I don't know if it was there. I think it was. It might have been a weird event, and I remember like not being allowed. Like I, I could play my set, but then afterwards I had to leave. Yeah, yeah, no, that's and, um, the way it is, exactly. Yeah, and uh, and that's what that's what prompted me to get a fake ID from Saskatchewan, Canada. So, um, so then I, I got, I got this ID so that I could play my own gig, um, and that was that was pretty memorable living in living in Olympia with that. You're killing me because I was is, from Canada. I did the same thing when I was in L.A. I had to get a fake ID to play shows in L.A. I was for a, a year. I was John Norman. Well, who who were you? Oh, really? who, did you who did you? Oh play man, as? you know what's funny? I think I had I think I had the same name because because I was playing like gigs under my name. So like, you know what I mean? Like when I got there, if it was a different name, people would be like, "Well, that's kind of weird." Thought you were your name's right there on the sign. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it was just it was just uh, I got it from like novelty cards, something or other, and it seems oh, to work. Awesome. <laughs> that's fantastic that's fantastic wow um and uh and helen rose was on the show earlier and she said you're going to be playing with her at the mint coming up here in uh and in, well when this comes out are you gonna be in la oh, playing awesome. your own stuff as well um let's see um i think that this might be pretty much show. it for me as far as uh shows in la i might i might do an appearance at the at sunspace in sunland um and and then I'm I'm doing like a kind of like a master class and concert at Idlewild uh, High School in um, in Idlewild where uh, I'll do you know, I'll do performance there and I have my old English teacher's uh, son goes to the school and they invited me to come and, and do some stuff so that's that's kind of my main besides playing with Helen that's my main event when I come out. Cool, very cool. Well, you know, the format of this show, we ask questions and then we pick songs at random as the answers. And uh, do you have a question for the Pop Oracle? Yeah, let me, let me gather my, oh, my juju here. Um, no pun intended because I am Jewish. but um, As am I. So now we, we do have a juju going. We just, not just one. Oh. We got three. Oh, we got a juju juju. We, we have a juju juju. Oh, wow. This is uh, Why did I thought Enzioni was Italian? What's that? Sorry, I'm just trying to. I'm getting. I'm getting to know Marvin a little bit more with each reading. For some reason, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna." People always. I was actually thinking how people always get Jews and Italians confused, but uh, yeah, people in Italy love me, <laughs> and then they find out. <laughs> then they find out you're Jewish. Yeah. Um, no, Etzioni uh, sounds like an Italian name, but it's an Israeli name. So in Israel, uh, it's very common. Uh, if I. You know, so, but if you're in Italy or if you meet Italians, they automatically love me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's nice. That's, That's nice. Great. Okay. Well, three Jews sitting around playing with synchronicity. Uh, yes. Jono, so gather that juju up and uh, lay your question. Yes. I, so I'm going to ask more of a, um, more of a, a question 
related to a project that, that, that's very much on my mind right now, which is um, a new a new band uh, that, that I actually was established when I was on tour with Helen Rose um, this July, and it's with my my good friend Kevin Clifford, and the band's called Dharma Soul, and we're we're working on getting our new album Lightning Kid out um, in the spring, and I wanted to ask. Uh, Pop Oracle, um, what can we do to make this the most successful um, album campaign for for our new album, Lightning Kid? Excellent. That's a great question. You know what? Why I like it, and I, a lot of people make the mistake on the show, and I do it sometimes too, of trying to ask big questions for other people. But I like a selfish question. That's because yeah. that, those are the honest ones. That's right. I mean, and I, I don't mean, and I mean selfish. I've used it in this show a couple of times. Uh, selfish is a good thing when it's, when it's deployed correctly. And so in this oh, case, totally. selfishness is great because now, I, I mean, I, I, everyone out there, probably a lot of people out there have projects and we're all kind of thinking these same kind of things. And this can be a good answer for everyone. But I know that this is, I know exactly where this kind of question comes from, and I think it's great. So we're down to two songs left on the board. And when we have two songs left on the board, I'm going to tell you what they are. We're going to pick them by flipping a coin instead of spinning the wheel or picking the cards. And so we have two songs left. Song number uh, two, which is What's the Mood of the Country Now? And song number four, Trouble Holding Back. So I'm going to flip the Radio 8 coin. And if it lands on heads, it's going to be song number two, What's the Mood of the Country Now? Or if it lands on tails, it'll be song number four, Trouble Holding Back. And Marvin, would you do me a favor and would you play a chord for me? C. Yeah. And now to engage the pop oracle, I'm going to flip the Radio 8 coin. It's the Radio 8 coin. It is, it's not, that's heads, so this is Tails. Well, Tails off, is song number four, Thanks for Trouble calling Holding in. Back. It also goes out to Helen, and this is the uh, title track to Helen's forthcoming record. And uh, if you're listening, I hope you can make it by the men to see Helen Rose. And uh, Jonah told she'll be playing lead guitar with her. And um, it's like seeing Delaney and Bonnie Uh it's really fantastic. And uh, that'll be at the Mint on the 26th of January, Friday night, about 10 o'clock. Ellen Rose will be headlining the Mint for the first time. And uh, I'd like to also dedicate this to my favorite mandolin player, Yank Rachel. I got trouble holding back. feel I got trouble holding back holding back the way I feel I got trouble holding back holding back the way I feel In the moment, Ooh, 
washed away in the flood. Swept up in a moment. Washed away in the flood. Holding back from Marvin Etzioni. The answer to Jonah Tolchin's question about the success of the new Dharma Soul project and the record Lightning Kid. And so, uh, Marvin, tell us a little bit about the background of that song. Uh, that one I wrote with my friend Sam Lorber. It was actually the last song that I'd written with Sam. Uh, I can't remember. If we wrote that one in L.A. or Nashville. And, um, you know, it was just one of those songs that just kind of came out of thin air when we said, hey, let's get together and write a song. And uh, we didn't have anything planned. And, uh, you know, uh, we were both really into blues and we just kind of went for it. And I'm glad we did. Very cool. Well, just kind of going for it. There's a there's an idea there. So, Jonah, what did you think about that as the answer to your question? I love it, man. I have a lot to say about it. Um, I mean, first, first of all, I just want to say, Marvin, I, I've always loved that song, and that, that might have been the best version I've, I've ever heard of it. Um, 
I, I love that. I think you made Yank proud there. Um, and as far as, as far as the answer to my question goes, um, you know, the, the album lightning kid, the title track kind of has a similar feeling to, um, to that song trouble holding back. It's kind of like a, like a breaking, breaking free song, kind of breaking out of the cage. Um, and I kind of just, I feel, I feel like there was a, there's some good, so there's some good energy there to, to remind, remind us to, um, you know, I guess you could look at the song in a couple different ways, but I, I like, I like that there is trouble holding back, you know, I think that there should, I don't think you should hold back. And so we're just going to go for it with this. Um, and that's, that's the way that, that I interpreted it anyways. Yeah, there was definitely a sense of unbridled inspiration and flowing. And like, you, like, I mean, I, I guess the question would be, why would you try holding it back? I mean, I guess th that's what I guess, uh, you know, putting it, tossing it to you. Do you feel like if this was my question, I would look at, well, where am I holding back? Because we're all holding back uh, somewhere, right? I mean, there's all, there's always some next level of revelation. Um, mm. So, and you may not be able to answer that, but that it might be the thing about these things. They we record this now, but it's going to be coming out in a few weeks, and by the time it comes out, it, your answer may be self-evident, uh, or mm. there may be something else there. But is there some area in terms of this project where you feel like? you are holding back? Mm, that's a really great question. Well, I think, um, you know, I think this question is, is really like working on multiple dimensions of time and space right now, because I just went to see a concert a few nights ago um, at the Brooklyn Bowl, and it was a band called Lettuce, but... Um, a bowl of lettuce. The reason why I went. To... <laughs> Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Shut and up. The why... <laughs> and the reason why I went is because I love lettuce, but John Schofield was playing um, lead guitar with them. Oh wow! And I completely like that. Completely changed my my life seeing that concert because I'm really a guitar player first, and seeing Schofield play the way he does talk about not holding back. Um, and as soon as I got home, I was just completely inspired about the guitar. And I actually took my first guitar lesson from my old guitar teacher that I, the last lesson I had from him was maybe like 10 years ago. And, um, I had a three hour lesson with him last night. And, uh, I really, I think that I have been holding back in terms of, uh, really just allowing like allowing myself to to rise to the occasion and 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 just kind of push forward as a player um and because you know there's times as a player where i think a lot of people maybe feel like they they hit walls and um they're not really sure how they can what they can do to get better and after that john schofield concert i really the whole world kind of just opened up and I realized there's no lack of things that I can get better at with the guitar and with singing and writing. And so I think I've just been kind of, I think maybe I've been holding myself back from, from just 
expressing myself more on the guitar because I've been writing songs for the last few years and not not playing as much guitar as I would like. So that's the way I, I think I interpret that. Lightning. You know, because that's when I think of the guitar, I think I feel like the guitar is a, is a lightning instrument in a way. Marvin has yeah. an idea. Yeah, you know, you were saying something earlier, Mr. Jones, about why we would hold back and it and it seems Johnny can you know let me you know let me know if you connect to this but it, it's sometimes it's it's so revealing to it's it, it's it's overwhelming to reveal yourself you know sometimes if you're one on one with someone and you know it, it it can be too much to show so much of yourself and sometimes you just got to take that chance that that person is going to accept you when you do reveal yourself and you 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 show a, a side of yourself and that can happen between two people you know and it could happen to a, a performer on stage it could happen when you're making a record you know are you really willing mm -hmm. to reveal yourself or are you just trying to kind of hide behind the echo or what are we what are we trying to do here? <laughs> you know, so that's what came up when you guys were talking. And I'm just curious when you write in the song swept up in the moment, washed away in the flood, yeah. is that a good thing? Or is that like when in the, from the standpoint of the song, is that being swept up in the moment, a positive or a negative? From yeah, the standpoint I think, of the I song? think the whole song for, at least for myself, I, 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 I'd like, I, I kind of connect to it the way Jonah does. I think is that it's a real positive affirmation that, you're allowing yourself to be in the moment and you're allowing yourself that if you're feeling something, that's the truth. And that's what's going to come out in, in that very instant, in that moment. And so I, I connect to it as a, as a positive. Because at the end, that last line, Lord, have mercy on the one who shows no love. Right. That to me is, is that's, that to me is like the everything line in the song, you know, that that's that, that to me is the ultimate payoff. It's, it, to me, it's very rare that I have a song that has, it's the last line that's really worth waiting for, mm -hmm. you know, I like to, you know, but in this case, um, it's, it's, it's the end of the movie that I, I, I believe that, you know, I, I would say, Lord, have mercy on you. If you can't show love to anybody and you can't experience love in this world and in this life, then I, I you know, I, it's not for me, this isn't a judgment, but it's like, you know, I would encourage to not hold back, <laughs> you know, to, to, to let go and, and um, see what happens um, when you, you, you know, when you take that chance. What do you think about that, Jonah? Man, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, um, and, I, and there's some things I just learned about the song. And it's it's always interesting to hear about a song that you've that you've heard for you know several years and then and then hear the writer talking about it. Um, so that was really cool. But I, you know, I really that really resonates with me, and I think that that's one of the biggest issues today with um, you know that I that I experience as, as a human being and that I that I see around me and you know i was i was talking with this really incredible songwriter on the phone today who i think um you know maybe even a year or two from now people will 
will know her name everywhere. Her name, her name is Allie McGurk. She's a song, uh, singer from Boston. And um, I was just talking to her because she has these songs that she's not trying to be, she's not trying to climb the ladder and be a certain way in order to get a certain thing. She's just sharing her soul and expressing herself and not holding back or trying to get a reaction. And I think, especially in the music business, probably in just about every, every walk of life, there's uh there's this whole, like, what, what should I be doing with my life? What should I be doing today? Instead of this feeling of what's really coming from my heart and soul in this moment. And how can I really express that? Um, and be, be, uh, yeah, be, be communicating, um, to the world and to, um, beings of the world from, from the heart. And so that's what I, that's what I was hearing Marvin saying. And, um, I, I really, uh, I really resonate with that. And I, it's a nice, a nice thing to hear tonight. Excellent. Yeah, you know, mm. Joan, I think your question was really great because even though you were so specific, at least for me as a listener, that really you could just plug in your name or the name of the project you're working on to your question. And and really, it's it's not just, it wasn't specific that, of course, I want to see lightning kid successful it's an incredible song an incredible recording of it and you know i I, i'm i'm i continue to be a believer in you as a as a talent you know but it's it now it becomes bigger than that you know that Mm. we're we're all part of this kind of you know we're we're all wanting to know okay what more can i do in this day in this moment in this life to i have something that i've want to express what more can I do now that I've done that much now what more can I do and uh, I, I I think that that's a great question by you know maybe the reveal is you know not to not hold back you know mm. and uh, I love that yeah there's there's, uh, there, there's there's a power in that and I think it's not an accident that I think this this entire show has been there are no accidents, folks. And, mm. you know, the whole dialogue, when you hear what Mr. Jones is going to put together in the show, it's just been an astounding day. And even the connection with things that Helen was talking about and what you're talking about, it's like, oh, well, no, no wonder you guys are working together. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like there, there's there's magic and electricity when you're apart and seeing them together. It's like one of the, one of the great things. Like you, you're you're going to miss out if you don't see them play together, you know. And you can see them individually, but there's so much magic that happens. And I was grateful that when Jonah said, "Hey, I'll play on Helen's record," it was like, "Okay, count me in. I'll I'll come early to that session," you know. And so. you can see it all <laughs> at the Mint, Los Mint, on January 26th. That's a Friday night at 10 p.m. Yeah. Yeah, have a good. Have well, a good. not everyone, because a lot of these people are going to be listening in the future, and then you can say you could have seen the show <laughs> on January twenty sixth at ten p.m. Right. at the Mint in twenty eighteen. Well, there, there will be plenty of opportunities if if you can make it to see Helen Rose and Jonah Tolchin separately, independently, and also with Dharma Soul, his new band. Um, but I really appreciate the question because it really was different than everything that we've received today. Yet, yeah, I think it really connected totally. 
to everything that we've been talking about. So. That's kind of what lightning does. When yeah. it strikes at that moment, you yeah. remember, and it lights up everything else, and it's visceral, and it's not thought out. It's just pow. Well, lightning doesn't hold back. It does not. You know, so we're to make any analogy between lightning kid and this song, Jonah. There's no holding back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Lightning isn't yeah. like the lightning isn't like a halfway mark. <laughs> it doesn't it just doesn't stop halfway and go, well, let me think about that. I'm gonna go back up to heaven. It like bang. It goes all the way. It's as extreme as you can get. It's like God is not holding back. <laughs> mm. You know, and that's that I think is is potentially a way to resonate with the song and the project that it's coming from a higher source than just us on the ground, but it's coming, lightning's coming from above. Carry that torch. Mm. Let everybody in on that. Yes. Do it, yes. Prometheus. Do that, <laughs> Prometheus. It's been a mitzvah. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's right. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball on Feral Audio. If you'd like more information about the Pop Oracle, please check out our website at Radio8Ball.com, where you can find out about upcoming shows, about asking your own question on the podcast, and about our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed on Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. Until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Whip Show.